up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we have some trade rumors to discuss. Nobody has been dealt just yet, but there are some names popping up on the trade block. Players who are looking like they might be moved very soon. So, I'll start in Chicago with the Cubs. So, the two players on the Cubs that are drawing significant trade interest are Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. So these are the two position players on the Cubs that that are really likely to be moved at this point. You know, they're both all-stars this year, and they could both definitely help a team that needs some offense. You know, Happ from the outfield, Contreras obviously as a catcher. And the deadline is, you know, you know, it's less than a week away. And these are some of the more in-demand names. I mean, when we're talking about these guys, you're looking at bats and who are some teams that might be interested. Well, I would say that it's wide open, really. To any contender that needs an outfielder, Ian Happ is going to be that guy. You know, any contender that needs a catcher, Wilson Contreras is going to be that guy. Or even maybe they have a catcher, but, you know, a DH spot that they could put the other catcher in and put Contreras behind the dish because very few catchers are as good as Wilson Contreras defensively. And there are also some relievers from Chicago who are on the block, guys like David Robertson, Michael Givens, guys like that. So apparently the Padres have expressed interest in adding both Contreras and Happ in the same trade, actually. But obviously the ask the asking price from Chicago would be huge on a trade like that. Uh, but the Padres have have really surprised a lot of people this season. They haven't even had Tatis all season long, yet they've been pretty effective. So they're going to be buyers at the deadline. And they're, they're looking like one of the teams in the mix for at least one of these guys. In other news, who are some other players that are on the block? So apparently the Red Sox are listening to offers for J.D. Martinez. So the Red Sox just continue to flounder through the month of July. They're actually in last place in the AL East now. The Orioles have jumped above them. Orioles have a winning record. Um, Red Sox are just a 500. But, you know, there are increasing levels of speculation that Boston could sell off some of their short-term veterans. They did say that it's unlikely they'll move Bogarts or Devers, but they reportedly are listening to offers for J.D. Martinez. So J.D. Martinez turns 35 next month. He would immediately become one of the best bats on the market, actually. Uh, you know, he's coming fresh off his fifth career All-Star appearance. He's still a standout bat. He's hitting 302 with nine homers on the season. He's got a 136 weighted runs graded plus. He's in the final season of a five-year deal, which ended up turning out very good for the Red Sox. And, you know, he's still owed about $7.5 million between now and season's end. But, you know, for a hitter of this caliber, that's a very reasonable rate of pay. A lot of teams would definitely be having to have J.D. Martinez on board. I mean, that that's just the reality. I mean, this takes me back to, like, before this deal, before this five-year deal, when J.D. Martinez was traded at the deadline from Detroit to Arizona, and he put together one of the best two-month stretches we've ever seen from anyone in baseball history, one of the best 
you know, post-trade stretches we've seen before. So somebody's going to hope to get that with J.D. Martinez. The Red Sox just will want to continue to keep adding to their farm system. But it's not like they're going to expect to have get a major leaguer back in return because the Red Sox are probably going to be sellers at the deadline. They don't need someone that would help them win now. They, they would need someone that helps them win in, in the longer term. They do have some prospects in the minor leagues. The top prospect they have down there is Tristan Casas. He's a first baseman. You know, he's probably not going to quite replace J.D. Martinez. I mean, there is no Martinez-level bat ready in Red Sox farm, but Tristan Cass- Casas is a young player who they probably do want to see get some time up in the major leagues here very soon. So we'll see what happens with the Red Sox in that one. So Juan Soto has obviously been on the table in recent days. We've been hearing about him. Apparently the Cardinals are in on the pursuit of Juan Soto. It was was written that they've considered making a push and Apparently, rookie second baseman Nolan Gorman is on the table. And, you know, the St. Louis front office does have some really good prospects. They have two minor league infielders who were on the Futures team this year, Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn. Jordan Walker is probably the best young player in the organization. He's actually seventh overall on Baseball America's Top 100 in all of baseball. So that tells you the kind of prospect he is. Mason Wynn is 65 was ranked 65 overall, but these are two of the top three St. Louis prospects. You have left-hander Matthew Libertor, who's also on this list. He's actually made seven MLB appearances this year. But those two infielders, Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, I think the Nationals would want at least one of those guys if they're going to be trading Juan Soto. Juan Soto is going to go for King's Ransom. He's not going to be cheap whatsoever. So... Uh, Nolan Gorman is also, you know, I mean, he's actually exhausted his eligibility for prospect status. He's 22 years old. He entered the year as a consensus top minor league talent in his own right. And he's been playing in the major leagues. He's played 54 major league games as of now. And he's hitting 223 with, you know, a 411 slug. So he's got a lot of power, but very low on base percentage. And that's kind of what was expected of him when he was coming up through the minors. His huge power numbers in AAA came with a really high strikeout rate. So he's going to have to adjust a little bit, cut down on the Ks as he's, you know, adjusting to the major leagues. But yeah, I mean, there was some rumor that maybe the Nats would include someone like Patrick Corbin to offset salary. But their GM, Mike Rizzo, has flatly rejected the idea that they would have tried to include Patrick Corbin in a Soto deal. So, yeah. If Juan Soto is getting traded, it is Juan Soto alone. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a a King's ransom when we do finally see what comes back to DC for him. If he gets moved. But I think he will. Because, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. There can't be this much speculation and then Ass not do anything. I think that would just be kind of weird. Because it's like, I don't want to say they burned the bridge between them and Soto, but I think it's a foregone conclusion now that they're going to go their separate ways. And the Detroit Tigers are open to trade offers on Tarek Skubal, the 25-year-old left-handed pitcher. You know, he's he's a fascinating new entrant to this summer's trade market. 
because you know Tarek School has been pretty darn good. He's been pretty darn good. He's developed nicely over the past couple of years. Um, I mean, he's posted a three eight eight ERA over one hundred six and two thirds innings so far this season. That alone tells you, yeah, okay, that's especially as a lefty, that's something that most teams are going to be happy to work with. So. The Tigers were supposed to be taking a step forward this year. We didn't see it at all. Um, unfortunately, it, it just hasn't happened. But maybe they will continue to retool and improve the team through the trade market. I will say uh, we will check in on, on the injury side of things. Unfortunately, Mike Trout is going to be out for some more time. So it's it's being reported that he's dealing with what they call a pretty rare back condition. And that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign whatsoever because when you hear about someone's back, you wonder like, you know, that's, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty, um, delicate. It's pretty delicate. Um, so Trout has been shut down for a few weeks now. He didn't play in the all-star game. Now they're actually downplaying it. They meaning the angels saying that, you know, it's possible that he, could come back this year, but we have to remember the Angels are, are not a very, they don't have a very good medical staff because it's the same team that downplayed Trout's injury last year and he ended up missing the whole season. They've done it with many players. They did it with Dexter Fowler. They called his knee hyperextended. Turned out that he tore his ACL. So we really don't know the extent of Mike Trout's injury. We just have to hope that it's not something that just marks the beginning of the end because we saw this happen with David Wright with the Mets. David Wright ended up having back issues, and that that was the beginning of the end of his career. But Mike Trout has been on the sideline. He's been hurt quite a bit. Um, yeah, so hopefully this isn't anything too serious. But when you hear something about a rare spinal condition, that's not a good sign. So fingers crossed that Mike Trout will be healthy soon. But uh, that is where we stand with things for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.